0: Can I ask all y'all to stand up? How's everybody doing today? I gotta figure out what I'm gonna say to you. Uh, 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 yesterday, I went to a prayer meeting in um, a Saturday morning prayer, City Heights, and, and just talking to people about broken hearts and pain, and the pain people carry every day, and the pain people have inflicted on other people. Um, I just want to acknowledge that for a lot of y'all and all the campuses San Isidro, City Heights San Marcos East County all the microsites that you know we carry pain to church and we sing and we, we trying to I know some people are trying to break through pain and sometimes I have a heavy heart I can't hardly worship because of the pain and so we get that and we want to acknowledge that God acknowledges you today he knows what you're going through amen I just want to share something with you that um, I really wasn't, it wasn't in my plan, but I did it uh, last, I did it to, I'm going to do it today. In Acts chapter 3, there's a story about Peter and John going to the temple. I'm just going to do this real quick in two minutes, hopefully. And they're going to the temple for our prayer, and there's a guy there who's lame, he's been lame since he was born, he can't stand up, and he sits and begs every day. And he looks at them begging for money, and they say, we don't have any money, but what we have, we give you in the name of Jesus Christ, walk. And then the Bible says, um, he took him by the right hand and lifted him up. Immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength. And so he leaping, stood up, walked and entered the temple with them, walking and leaping and praising God. He was sitting and begging. Then he went from sitting and begging to walking, leaping and praising God. And then they knew that it was the one who sat begging alms or, or donations at the beautiful gate of the temple, and they were filled with wonder and amazement at what had happened. Uh, when God touches your life, He turns you from a beggar into someone who can praise. He turns you from someone who's sitting and paralyzed in discouragement or fear, and He sets you free to be standing and leaping and praising. Can I get amen? Amen. There's so many of y'all who are listening or online or wherever, and God has set you free, however, you are still sitting and begging. You're free. He's forgiven you. You have eternal life. You have victory over the devil and his lies in your life, but the devil has still convinced you that you have to sit and beg instead of leap and praise. And I want to encourage you today, you are free. Some of y'all are going to get free today. But, the, but the, for the majority of you who have already accepted Christ, you are free and I want you to enjoy that freedom. So just for a minute, 30 seconds, I want us to, you can leap if you want, but I want us to scream and declare to God the freedom that you have, whether you feel it or not. It's not about feeling, it's about faith. Sometimes you will feel it more than other times. But I want us to scream and declare to the devil, I am free. Come on, let's give the Lord a big hand. Come on. Come on. Come on. Amen. 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 So, usually we uh, speak a word of life over people, as, and I don't know it's in your bulletin, but I want to do something different today. I want you to find something you don't know. And I want you with some anger. And here's the angry. The Bible says you can be angry and don't sin. Psalm 4, 4 says, Be angry, don't sin. So, anger is good as long as you don't use it as an excuse to sin. The anger of man does not bring about the righteousness of God. So, you got to be careful. However, what I'm saying, anger is that the devil's a liar. Right? So, I want you to find someone you don't know, and, and, and I want you almost to yell because you don't want to offend someone you don't know yet. But I want you to, like with passion, and, and I, want you to, I want you to say, God, and ask him their name. What's your name? Whatever their name is, you say, you say, John. God loves you. That's it. That's all you gotta say. And I want you to yell at them, but I don't want you to offend. Yell just like you can, you can, you can yell soft, like God loves you, like that. That's fine. But if you want to yell loud, just give him some distance for the for the for the thing for the spit. So just God loves you. Okay. Thirty seconds. Don't take long. One, two, three. Go find someone. And tell him. Oh, I'm sorry. Hello, 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 hello. Stay standing, stay standing on all the canvases. stay standing. I I apologize, I apologize, hold on, I apologize. I didn't tell you the right thing. I want you to point to them. Everyone point, give me a finger, give me a finger. Give me a finger, come on, come on. Now do it again, but you'll point to them. So can y'all point to me and tell me that? (laughs) Y'all saw the movie movie Scarface when he got shot with all the bullets. (laughs) Give me all the love, give me all the love. Uh, Lord, we pray you bless us. (laughs) You watched that movie? Yes, I did. It was a long time ago I watched that movie, like 10 times. Lord, uh, we just thank you for today. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Um, Saturday, we have Bishop Jakes coming here. um, Out of all the people in my life who God moves through and the spirit of God rests on, um, I would say he's probably the most inspirational person to me. Uh, The guy snores wisdom. He's made. He's written many, uh, you know, um, uh, New York Times bestseller books. He's produced movies, um, plays, conferences. His conference mega fest is over 100,000 people every two years. They have every two years of 100,000 people. It's just crazy. And what he's, he wrote a book called SOAR, which is how to integrate faith in business, but it's really about the, the being about your father's business in your business. And so I can encourage you to come uh, and hear some wisdom and come early. Uh, I don't know, I come early. Uh, but he, he just says, uh, if you have never heard him, it, you need to experience the spirit of God moving through him. So anyway, let's see your Bibles. On the count of three, say word. One, two, three, say word. Yeah. One more time, say word. Yeah. Turn to Acts chapter 1. Acts chapter 1. And if also you can grab this bulletin, uh, this all-in thing and the envelope, pledge card inside... Someone once told me that if you want to get rid of a problem, you get a bigger problem. Someone stole my car. And then your house burns down and you're not worried about your car anymore. I want to give you a bigger problem. Uh, We're going to put some stats on the screen. Every month, 322 Christians are killed for their faith. 214 churches and uh, properties are destroyed. 772 forms of violence are committed against Christians. Those are the ones that are reported that we know about. 75% of the world, three-quarters of the world lives in areas where severe religious restrictions exist. Uh, We are not immune to that happening. It's happening very slowly. In 2016 alone, 90,000 Christians were killed for their faith around the world. In India, July 25th this year, 2017, the new president said there are no room for Christians in India. Uganda villages were um, raided by Islamic radicals. People were burned, beaten, raped, killed. A guy was hung. In Nigeria, within a five-year period, 988 people were killed for the gospel. The Middle East is the, the most heavily persecuted area in the world of the Christian faith. All over the world, Christians are being persecuted. We are one of the last places where we have freedom of religion where we can talk about this. However, if you haven't noticed, it is becoming more and more restricted about the principles of the Bible being against the law. And we have an opportunity to not only preach the gospel in our hometown, but to preach our gospel globally, okay, globally. Now, if you remember, and I'm going to read these verses to you, if you just look in your lesson plan, if you remember, when we did our Kingdom Warrior series, we talked about the fact that there are three baptisms for the believer. The first baptism is the baptism into the body of Christ. In your lesson plan, baptism into the body of Christ. 1 Corinthians 12, 13 says, for by one spirit we are all baptized into one body, whether Jews or Greeks, slaves or free, all have been made to drink of one spirit. That's the first baptism. When you get saved, you get baptized or immersed into the body of Christ. On a spiritual level, you are saved, the old is gone, the new has come, you are seated in Christ. matter of fact, in uh, starting Thanksgiving, we're going to do a new, new series on our identity, and we're going to talk about who you are in Christ. It's going to be awesome. And, and that series, which is going go to go through Christmas to Christmas Day, a uh, Christmas Eve service, uh, we're also going to use that series to help you renew your mind to think differently. And, and that process is going to go on throughout the next year. But it's going to be so important for us to understand the truth about who we are. First, baptism is into the body of Christ. Say, into the body of Christ. Very good. The second baptism is water baptism into discipleship. Say, into discipleship. Matthew 28, 18 says, Jesus came and spoke to them saying, all authority has been given to me in heaven and earth. Go therefore and make disciples. Say, make disciples. And then it says of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. So the first baptism, I ask Christ to be my savior, which we'll give you an opportunity to do here in a few minutes. And then the next baptism is in a water baptism, publicly I am saying to everybody, look, I'm going underwater. water. When I come up, I'm a new person. I am now going to be a disciple of Christ. Okay, God has done something in my heart. Now he's going to do something in my mind and in my behavior and in my actions and in my perspective. And then the third baptism is the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Where the Holy Spirit comes upon you, and that is a baptism done by Jesus Christ. If you weren't here for the Kingdom of War series, we had a jar of milk, and we poured chocolate syrup in it. Same, if you remember. If you don't remember, just visualize a jar of milk. You pour chocolate syrup. The milk is white, the syrup is dark brown. No racial overtones to the colors. It just happens to be that way for all y'all who are going there. And then you pour the chocolate in it. When you get saved, the chocolate's in you or or the Holy Spirit's in you. But when you get baptized with the Holy Spirit, you stir the chocolate and it goes throughout the whole body, throughout your whole soul, your mind, your thoughts. Are you following me with that? Because there are a lot of y'all who have Christ in you, the Spirit of God in you, but you think the same. Unbiblical, you act the same. Unbiblical, you still curse because the spirit of God hasn't flooded your life. Hasn't saturated your life. And so that's the third baptism. Uh, Mark 1:8. John said, indeed I baptize you with water, but he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. So after Jesus blew the spirit on his disciples and they were saved, he said to them, don't do any ministry until the spirit comes upon you. That's the third baptism. Acts one look what it says. Says you shall receive power. Now let me read let me read four to you. If you if you got your Bible, just look at verse four. Being assembled together with them, he commanded, don't depart from Jerusalem. Don't do any ministry, but wait for the spirit. I know you're saved, but you're not empowered. So don't do anything yet. Then it says, You shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. Why? So you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and the ends of the earth. Jerusalem is generally speaking your city. Judea, generally speaking, is your state. Samaria, generally speaking, is the United States of America, Estados Unidos, and and around the world means around the world. What does that mean? That God is going to empower us individually and collectively to bring the gospel to the globe. Say it again, God is going to empower us individually and collectively to bring the gospel to the globe. From you individually to your house, to your block, to your school, to your job, to this city, to the state, and in the United States and around the world. Now, of course, it's not our only responsibility, but as Christians, we have to have a global concern. So I read those stats to you. And those stats will be like, man, are we doing anything to help those people? Absolutely, and we're going, to, we're going to show that to you in a minute. Because it's very important for you to understand what we are doing here as a church globally and to make it available for you to be part of it because you can be part of it very easily. Now, if you can get out this pamphlet real quick before we watch this video. Get out this pamphlet real quick. I just want to read this to you. If you are new, we start, two years ago we started an all-in campaign where we took people's pledges of time and money. And that two-year all-in campaign ends this month. And then we're gonna have a yearly offering which goes over and above normal giving to invest in extra projects. And so it says, if you open up on the left, it says, As Kingdom Warriors. Everyone say, As Kingdom Warriors. God calls us to be his witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and the ends of the earth. If you look on the right, the first area was our home. Last week we talked about getting a building for our San Ysidro campus. They meet at San Ysidro High School. They're at San Ysidro High School screaming right now because they know what I'm getting ready to say. Last week at the six o'clock service, we highlighted the San Ysidro campus. And God spoke to me in that service Ask. Somebody to give a building for their church. They meet only on Sunday at the school. They need a. They need. We want. we like to have a building where they can do ministry every day, seven days a week. Wouldn't that be a great thing? Can I get amen? amen. So there may be somebody who's listening. You have a building. You have a building. It's twenty thousand feet, thirty thousand feet, whatever you're trying to sell it, you're trying to rent it, and it just ain't happening. And you can't figure out why it ain't happening. It may be, possibly, possibly You're supposed to give that building to the church to so Santa The going to have church in it. Can I get amen? amen. I mean, think about it. It's like you're trying, you're trying, trying. Give us, we'll give you a tax write-off. We'll work it out. It'll be a win, 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 and we can have church every day. And 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 don't stress if you feel like, well, they're trying to get my building from me. No, if God wants us to have the building, just let it go. If He don't, then don't trip. But if you're like, it ain't working, it ain't working. Pray, God, do You want me to give this building and work out a deal? Just do it. It's easy. Everyone say it's easy. easy. (laughs) And that's what y'all say, okay? Toys for joy, that's another category we're raising money for. We're having our toys for joy, our 21st toys for joy in December. And again, we expect over 20,000 kids. Digital evangelism, the world. This is what we're going to talk about today. Digital and global evangelism. Next week we're going to take an offering and I want you to take that card, there's a pledge card and an envelope in your thing. To be praying about, Lord, what do you want me to do? Let me say this very, very clearly. Everything you do needs to be a response to the spirit of God moving. Say everything I, everything I do needs to be in response to the Spirit of God. the Espíritu Santo. <laughs> Pray about it. Pray about how God would want you to invest in the kingdom of God working through this church. So, we're going to watch this video, and uh, two guys are going to come out, and you're going to hear some amazing stories about all the missions work we're doing. So, run the video. This is Luke and Marcus and they oversee global missions and digital evangelism and they want to, want to share with us what's going on around the world and how you can very easily be involved. How many of y'all have social media? Any social media? It's a dumb question. Can I get amen? How many of y'all use it to do ministry? You can just post the service every week. Just get in the habit, post the service, post links. Luke, tell us uh, where you're from, your background on missions.
1: Yes, so I'm I'm Polish, I grew up in Poland, which at the time was part of the Soviet Union. So behind the Iron Curtain. And I used to receive American missionaries into our house where my my dad was a pastor. In fact, you, you mentioned persecution. We had some persecution in my family as well. So I grew up with that receiving by the time I was 18, I got to come to the States and study, found an American wife, and uh, have a life here. <laughs> Went back as a missionary to <laughs> Europe. Worked there. We've been a partner to U.S. churches from there. And I never thought I'd be here sending missionaries out from here. So. Give us, amen, amen. <clears throat> Give us an overview of
0: what the Rock and what all these people are supporting and involved in around the world.
1: So our team is called Global Archish, and our job is to deploy our rock resources and you that people, rock people all around the world to be hands and feet of Jesus. And we do that in many ways. So there's some things that, um, there, there's poverty, there's issues in the world that we can help fix. And Jesus is very clear about that. And we of course, we preach the gospel, but most importantly, we train other people to do what we do, save a quick You
0: got some, some numbers about what we've done? Yeah,
1: we got some numbers. We have some stories as well. I think stories are always the best. So as far as numbers, we have 42, well, there it is. 42 long-term missionaries we sent in the last two years. We sent 893 of you on a mission trip somewhere in the world, which, by the way, is the most powerful experience you always, you always remember for the rest of your life. We, have, we saw almost more than 10,000 salvations and a quarter million people affected by Rock Church. Amen.
0: Now we have stories. story. Yeah, yeah, but
1: the stories are better. So uh, to illustrate what that looks like, to meet Daniel from Haiti, okay? Daniel's one of those abandoned babies in Haiti that people literally left to uh, where p- pigs feed, to die. He made it into our orphanage, and I'm going to show you a picture two months later, after being in an orphanage, the difference. And another picture of how he looks today. Right now we have a full orphanage there. We have a super kitchen, which you have a picture of right now, where where um, we're feeding 1,000 kids like Daniel a, a day, five days a week. And now we're adding a school, and we're trying to raise up New Kingdom warriors from Haiti. And so from abandoned babies, they move towards leaders in Haiti. Uh, another thing, uh, that is, there's a story from mission trips. I think if you haven't been on a mission trip before, you have to go. So I'm plugging a little bit. But it's, this is from this summer, Uganda. We did a medical clinic. And uh, about a thousand people got seen, and they were waiting in line. One of those people is named Sarah. You'll be able to see her in the next picture, I believe. And she came with a high fever, laying on the ground, couldn't move, and literally never received treatment from us because before our medical staff got to her, our prayer team got to her, and she got healed. <laughs> um, she's the one in the middle. Not only did she get healed, she accepted Jesus into her heart, and she's a Muslim woman. And the next day, she brought her siblings, and they did the same thing. And so, there is my reason for why you should go on a trip someday. Uh, And let me say,
0: when you get saved, you may be a little uh, hesitant to tell your friends because they may laugh at you, or they may say, "Oh, you go to the rock? That cult? We're not a cult, but people think so." Uh, And by the way, the the the. the, Parameters of a cult is that you have to only listen to the leader, and they try to control your life. Well, don't only listen to me. Read your Bible on your own, and tell everybody about it. But anyway, um, but the other thing is that that's what that's your biggest fear. Someone may unlike you on Facebook or talk about you. You're not worried about your life being killed. That's the threat. That's the risk these people take. Okay.
1: And this is uh, Moises. He's from Oaxaca, Mexico, Central Mexico. He actually was a pastor's son. Uh, like me, and he is 22 right now, and he got lost. So he, he got into drugs, he got into girls, he got into all kinds of stuff. He found his way into our schools. So we have a missionary team that's running a discipleship school, just like the Rock School of Ministry that we have here. We're doing things like that around the world. And the goal is, of course, to train kingdom warriors to do the same things we do uh, wherever they're at. And so he's one of those people who made it into that school. And fast forward to today, he is discipling other people. He has, he's part of our big outreach festivals that we do uh, twice a year in Oaxaca and recently has planted two churches mm-hmm. among the very people that he's coming from, which are in very difficult uh, terrain, uh, uh, unreached people groups. You, you see some pictures of the festival and, and, uh, as well as the tricky people, which wear those very cool red dresses. Um, that part of Mexico is not reached at all in many ways. And we get to be part of God reaching out to them. Amen. That's y'all. Give yourself a big <laughs> hand. Amen.
0: Digital evangelism, you hear me talk about last year 500,000 people got saved online. I know those numbers are so big. But each one of those numbers is one person who is connected to a family who saw a gospel presentation somewhere online whether it was a 45-second video a four-minute video or a sermon. And there was an invitation and they indicated very clearly, did you accept Jesus Christ your Savior. And we're able to follow up with them. So Marcus, I want you to tell us, give us a 30 minute, 30 seconds on your background. On I background. I don't want to say your nerd background. But <laughs> <laughs> you always I'm tell a, nerd a nerd for Jesus. I'm a nerd for Jesus. <laughs> um,
2: so my background, I've been blessed my entire career to uh, do uh, strategy and technology consulting. Uh, I started my career doing that for the intelligence community for some really cool federal agencies. And then for the special warfare community for some... Really cool defense components.
0: <laughs> really cool, really
2: cool. <laughs> and uh, now I get to work at a really cool church and I can finally tell my family what I do for a living. Hallelujah.
0: <laughs> so tell us about digital evangelism.
2: So digital evangelism, we, we hear these numbers and they are really, really cool. And uh, in my role I like to take the time to just do something. And you guys should do it too. Just close your eyes and think about uh, 100 of your closest friends, your family, people you have met. And then imagine them all getting saved within a year's time. I just thinking about that is really exciting. And for me, that's what digital evangelism is. It's everyone I've ever met, everyone I'm about to meet using technology to share the hope of the gospel with them in a simple and a contextualized way.
0: And we're gonna put two things on the screen. If you could put the text to share on the screen real quick. And if you guys can take a picture of this, if you've got a phone, if you can take a picture of this, uh, uh, If you text the word share to 52525, it will send you text messages back uh, asking your name, your phone number, and then the phone, not your name, not the phone number, your name, the phone number of who you want to send the gospel to. And then it will send you a link to send to them. And and when they get it, it will send you a text back asking you, one, telling you if they watched the video of the link. It's a four-minute video. Did they get saved or not? Um, And if they got saved, you'll get a text saying, boom, praise the Lord, they got saved. And then you will get a book. They will get a book, a follow-up book that you can go through with them to follow them up on how to go through the book of John. And 67%, 67%, that's two-thirds, that's two out of three people who watch the video get saved. So how many of y'all have ten people that need to be saved in your life? Raise your hand. Well, if you, if, you, if, if you can sit behind your screen and just boom, boom, send this video to them and 67%, if they watch it, if you can get them to watch it, two-thirds of the chance they're going to get saved. Amen. 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 So it's, it's, it's no complicated. And one of our pastor's mothers got saved during a staff meeting. We had the staff send it out at the beginning of the staff meeting. And by the end of the staff meeting, which only was like an hour and a half that day, she got saved. He got a text back saying your mother got saved. So that's how powerful it works. T-t-t- give us whatever.
2: <laughs> so, uh, I mean, our team is really cool because we get to build a suite of different technologies and tools. Uh, things like Gospel Central, some of you guys have heard of it, where you go and share your testimony. Uh, Text to Share, which we've talked about, uh, the Apple TV, some of you guys are watching through that right now. Hey, how y'all doing? Um, and uh, Facebook. And we use that, like I said, to put the gospel in front of thousands of people. So in fact, like right now, we are streaming this service and people are tuning in from over 50, all 50 states and about 65 different countries. That's about 4,800 people all tuning in to be a part of our family here, which is amazing, right? Amen. Um, I just uh, had my team, uh, I'm a numbers nerd too, I just had my team right before service check and see how many salvations we were up to as of after the end of last service and we're up to 347,369. This morning I briefed it and it was about 2,000 less. So let's, I think that's amazing. While we were up here, 2,000 people got saved. (laughs) Um, And it's really cool. So in the last 30 days about 36,000 people have gotten saved. Uh, As you can see there, we had a really powerful series with Kingdom Warrior. Uh, Since that series has been put on the internet. We've gotten over 36,000 views, probably even higher. That was as of Friday. And that's what we do through digital evangelism. We just use the technology. We use social media. Uh, We use our personal social media. Uh, You should use your personal social media to share the gospel with everyone that we can. And
0: you have a text outreach if they want to get involved. Yes,
2: I am desperately looking for other nerds like me. Well, you don't have to be a nerd. But if you love technology, if you love using digital content and digital media, social media uh, to make a, a global impact. Or if you're interested in what Pastor Luke is doing, if you could text, I think they'll put it on the screen. If you could text global to 52525 and just indicate one of those two, one of our team, one member from our team will re- uh, follow up with you. And get you connected. And we would love to have you, whether you're a developer, whether you like making videos, whether you like going into different parts of the country, uh, text global to 52525 and we will reach out to you very soon.
0: So we have a map to show you what's going on. Can you explain this map to them?
2: I'd love to. So this map is really cool. I like uh, data visualization, if anybody knows what that means. Uh, So in the gray, That is showing people watching right now, uh, theoretically. So those folks, as it goes lighter to gray, that's the larger the number of people in that country. Uh, So As you see there in in the U.S., that's the brightest gray. But I'm really encouraged because I see countries all over the world lighting up in gray. Those are folks, that 4,800 that I spoke about earlier, that's tuning in right now to uh, be connected with us here as a rock family. And then the green dots are really exciting. Because those are the countries where folks are being saved through our digital evangelism. I love looking at this map because you see uh, that little dot in the middle of the ocean, that's uh, the island of St. Helens. And just to think that those folks all the way in the middle of the island are being impacted by the work that we're doing here, by the work that we've done through this All In campaign. And now that they have accepted Jesus in their life as their savior. I think that's amazing.
0: Amen. Amen. Uh, So we want to give a shout-out to Matt Hayes, who also... That's
2: the big man. (laughs) I love that guy.
0: Tell tell us the last piece, um, online church.
2: So the most exciting thing I think is the fact that we're launching an online church. Which all of those folks that you saw, that big number you saw, now we're going to build an online church for them to do the save, equip, sin that you do here in Point Loma. So that's our groups. Uh, you imagine our groups in Texas, Atlanta, in South Africa, in Europe. We're going to be putting our efforts into doing that on our online campus. We're going to have an online life class. Life class changed my life. It helped me to understand who I was. And now we're going to provide that context for people all over the world. Even so, we're also going to try and do Rock Your City events in all of these different countries where we're having people uh, come to Jesus through our ministry. Can you imagine? Rock your city events in South Africa, Mm -hmm. in St. Helens. Hey, St. Helens, you know, Mm -hmm. could you imagine? I think that's amazing.
0: And so the the digital platform is going to enable us to reach, we actually are reaching more people than we are here. In the first 10 or 12 years uh, of our church existence, we recorded 80,000 decisions. Um, This year will be over 400,000 just this year alone. And a lot of that is digital evangelism. Can we get an amen to that? Amen. So you may be saying, What does that gotta do with me? Uh, a couple things. God said, The Holy Spirit's gonna come upon you to be witnesses in Jerusalem, Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and the ends of the earth. You have the ends of the earth right here at your fingertips in technology. You have the ends of the earth right here in your mouth through prayer. And often the devil has us so consumed with what we're doing right here. What we don't have. The car we don't have, the shoes we don't have, the dress we don't have, and yet people around the world that are right there at your fingertips that you could be a part of praying or supporting us to get to those people. Uh, One of the probably the most powerful videos we have is Drew Brees' testimony. Uh, He's a quarterback of the New Orleans Saints, he's be here for the charges. And his video, which is like four minutes long, has a 45-second gospel. This year so far, has had 71,000 people give their life to watching that. Give their life to all about watching that video. Why? Because someone gave money to boost his video 100 bucks a day to get it out so people can see it. If people watch the videos, they get saved. And so, how your support helps us get more videos to more people to get saved, and once they get saved, we electronically follow up with them, and that's where not only the follow-up videos go and the follow-up materials online, but the online church, which will eventually corral them and start getting them in our groups. This that church is well, one we're going to reach more people digitally than anything we can do in person, but now we can build a, a church that is global online, and then get them actually doing ministry in their communities. Amen. Where else that is impacting or important to you is that there are some of you in here today, you came today because you wanted God. You are like that beggar I talked about in the very beginning of the, series, the service. That you either, one, you're tired of begging, you're tired of being crippled by depression and fear and discouragement, purposelessness. And you want Christ to forgive you, receive you, love you. Encourage you. There are some of you watching right now, you pray the prayer and you're still bottled up because the devil has been lying to you. And telling you your salvation is not real. That God doesn't love you. He's forgotten you. We want to pray for you. We want to give you an opportunity to say, yes, Lord, I need the power of the gospel in my life. I want to be set free. So in a minute I'm going to ask everybody to bow your heads and close your eyes. God wants to do something in your life. But you need to participate. In the, in the uh, story I read this morning, the guy looked at Peter and said, hey, can you help me? And Peter says, silver and gold I don't have, but what I have is Jesus Christ. There is a reciprocal, reciprocating recipro, uh, participation. You have to do something. Jesus has already done what he's done. You have to reach out and ask. He's going to respond as long as you ask by faith and believe. So we want to give you that opportunity. So on all the campuses, all the microsites... All the people around the world watching, all different time zones, we want to ask you to bow your heads and close your eyes. Lord, we thank you so much for the opportunity to reach the world. We thank you so much for your faithfulness. Lord, we thank you that you are God who heals, who delivers, who encourages. As you sit in your seat, if you realize that Jesus loves you and you just want to stop sitting and begging. You're tired of being discouraged. And you want Jesus to be your savior, to bless you with his presence, to reveal to you his love and his power. Forgive you of your sin, any of, the, any of the above. I want you to pray this prayer with me in the privacy of your heart. Pray, dear God, I want to be set free. Jesus, I know you love me. I know you have a plan for my life. I surrender my life to you. I want to walk in power. I want to walk in joy. I want to walk in the peace of God. Satan, be gone out of my life. Jesus, I surrender my life to you. Surrender my pain. Use me. As the eyes are closed and our heads are bowed, in a minute I'm going to ask you to stand if you prayed that prayer. And when you stand. If you want someone to stand with you, whoever with you, just squeeze their hand or their shoulder. And by doing that, you're indicating to them that you would like them to stand with you as an encouragement to you. But if you prayed that prayer, whatever campus you're in, a microsite, I'm going to ask you to stand here in a minute. There are many of you who have already asked Christ to be your Savior. This is the time I want you to be praying for people because they are going to make a big decision right now. And their heart is pounding and they are hearing conflicting messages in their head about what they need and need not do. So if you are saved, I want you to start praying in your spirit, pray for them that they would, be, they would have faith that they would stand up and surrender their life to the Lord in public today. So if you pray that prayer, I'm going to ask you right now on the count of three to stand to your feet. One, two. Three, stand to your feet. God bless you, stand to your feet, God bless you, 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 God bless you. God bless you, Amen, God bless you, God bless you. Seeing the balcony, God bless you, 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 God bless you. Stay standing good, God bless you, God bless you, God bless you. God bless you, God bless you, God bless you, Amen, Amen. Now we're gonna ask all the people who are standing in a minute. We're gonna ask you to come down to the altar. If you're in the balcony, all you gotta do is turn around and walk up, and the ushers will bring you down. So right now, let's celebrate these people. As they come out of the seat and come on down to the altar. Let's give them a hand. Come on down, church. Amen. God bless you. Just face me, okay. Amen. Come on, let's give him a hand. Come on now. Hey, girl. Stay right <laughs> there. Stay right there. Just face me. Here we go. Amen. Amen.
2: Amen.
0: Come on, let's give him a big hand. Come on now. Stay right there. God bless you. Stay right here. Here we go. Stay right here. God bless you. God bless you. That's okay. That's okay. God bless you. God bless you. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Be seated. Uh, There's some people coming from upstairs. Um, Let me tell y'all something. And I noticed because I've asked many times. There are people who get up on a Sunday morning or they go to bed on a Saturday night and they say to themselves, I'm getting saved tomorrow. And they get in their car and they say, I'm getting saved today. And they drive to church and they walk here and they say, I'm giving my life to Christ. I'm going to walk down there today. Amen. Come on. God bless you. God bless, you. God, bless you. God bless you. Amen. Let's give these people a big hand right here. Let's give these people a big hand. Come on now. When you, when you want to encourage a lady, you give her a hug. When you want to encourage a guy, you punch him. <laughs> I'll encourage you, brother. <laughs> um, there are people who get up Sunday morning and they get in their car and they come to church saying, I'm coming for the altar call. When we do the altar call, it's very important that y'all pray because the devil's telling them, not today. Not today. And I'm just curious, did any of y'all come here today knowing you were going to come down here? Anybody? Anybody? You. Very good. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> told you. That's why it's important to pray. That's why it's important to invite your friends. Amen. Lord, I just pray for all these people. I thank you for them. I pray you encourage them. I pray you do an amazing thing in their life. In Jesus' name. Amen. Take a right turn and walk this way. Let's give him a hand. Amen. A big hand. Let it up the stairs. Give me a big hand. Come on now. Give me a hug. God bless you. God bless you. Hey, can we give these two brothers a big hand for all the work they're doing here in our church? Amen.
3: Wow, wow. Feel free to have a seat. I just want to point out a couple of things before we take off. And it's all stuff in your bulletin, just a couple things I want things I want to highlight. But Mark Twain had this quote, he said, the two greatest days of your life is when first you were born and second when you figured out why. And so our life class helps that mystery. Right, It helps you figure out how you were designed by God, what you were created to do. So we encourage you guys, if you haven't taken the life class, take it. Today's the L portion, the Loving Relationships. It's a free class. It's at 2 o'clock. If you haven't signed up, don't worry about it. Just show up at 1.30. We'll get you registered with you all squared away. It's fantastic. Saturdays from 9 to 10, we are here praying. If you need prayer, come. If you need a miracle, come. If you need healing, come. If you need to connect, Come every Saturday from 9 to 10. Join us. Be a part of what God is doing. Don't miss out. Speaking of Saturdays, this Saturday prayer will be in NTC Park because this Saturday Pastor Miles will be interviewing Pastor T.D. Jakes here at the Rock Church Point Loma. So come. Invite a friend. Come early. It's going to be it's going to be a great day. T.D. Jakes, Pastor T.D. Jakes will be discussing his new book. So it's from 10 to noon this Saturday. Also, women, we have our women's Christmas event that is coming December the 2nd. Right? It's a great chance. It's a free event as well. It's an all-day event. We're going to have just a great, not we, me, my wife, is going to have a great time here. We have Cynthia Garrett that's going to help host it. We have um, worship by Pastor Nova will be leading worship. Kimmy McPherson will be doing some spoken word. And so don't miss out, women. Sign up for that event for December 2nd. And of course, we got Toys for Joy right around the corner. You've seen it. Be a part of it. Don't miss out. And remember, you guys, very simply, Jesus loves you. And we hope that you have a great Senior Sunday. We'll see you next week.